The Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, City Ranch Boot Company, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Quit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. And, um, what a, whoa. <laughs> we don't waste any time. We don't waste any time. <laughs> I mean, here we are at 302, and... We have stuff just kind of just blowing and going. We get, oh, gosh, one of my usual guests. Somebody, oh, my gosh, everybody just happened to look What for are you once. talking about? No, I just happened Someone to look, Someone transcribed that last sentence that Matt just said. I know. <laughs> I was about to announce the breaking news. All right, let's do but it. But then I realized, like, one, uh, two of my favorite guests, somebody, it's, I, we got to start doing this show in private where people can't see who we're having on because they copy everything we do. It is the Mosley Show. We are off and rolling today on a just a gorgeous Wednesday afternoon, and it's good news, bad news. It's good news, bad news. Cam, would you like to tell us what we've won? Would you like to start with the the good news? Baylor has hired... An O-line coach. Woo! And word has spread throughout the kingdom, throughout the, the Baptist uh, kingdom. And a guy that uh, should fit in well with what the Bears want to do. I had somebody else in mind, but they went with this guy, and I'm hoping he'll be really good. Cam, can you uh, can you tell us, tell us who the new... O-line coaches for the Baylor Bears. Yes, that would be the great Mason Miller is the mm. new offensive line coach. Now, he comes from mm. Tarleton State, so, you know, all the all the negative Nancys and the glass half-empties and the Baylor Nation will be like, oh, they pulled someone from Tarleton State. Blah, blah, blah. But before that, he was SEC. More specifically, Mississippi State. And before that, Washington State, coaching in the offense. Do you know who he might have been following around as as the head coach at that time, Matt? Washington State to Mississippi State. Oh, gosh. That, that would have to be Coach Leach. That would be the late, great Mike Leach. Everyone loves his offenses. We've, we've seen all the hints and everything pointing towards a spread, up-tempo, practically air-raid-style yeah. offense coming back to Baylor. And so that's why they didn't promote from within – their offensive coaching staff or offensive line, they did this very intentionally and bring in Mason Miller, a guy who has worked pretty much exclusively with that style of offense. You know, I Bruce Feldman has a source about three hours ago that had this story, and he said two, uh, 247 Sports first reported it. I hope it was our man Turboff. I don't know who I don't know who it was from twenty four seven, but I think it may have been his bull- coworker Tim Watkins. But it was way to go, yeah. Timmy they, W. They, both, they got it out for him. Way to go, Tim W. And Will was sitting there in ethics class. 
and <laughs> tweeting it out himself. He was he was he was quick to it. <laughs> I, we're assu- we're assuming he's taking ethics. Um, yeah, I, I had a cousin uh, who took an ethics class said he failed it. Said he yeah. must have been unethical. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Which was just a great great class. Yeah, yeah. I can think of a few people who would struggle in that area. <laughs> Anybody um, on this show right now? No, no. Oh, very ethical people. Man. Very ethical people on this show. Somebody after the after Bruce Feldman posted this, jumped in there and said, learned under Hal Mummy at New Mexico State. So mm. I mean Miller is all he's all leached up. He's all mummied up. All leached leached up and mummied up. All right. Yep. Yeah, I'll and, take that. Uh, I'm going to use that for locked on. I'm going to use that. Yeah, yeah, and he's a uh, he's done. a guy. He's he's an air raid disciple. So, uh, you know, Kapilovich is gone, and I'm fine with it. I mean, honestly, he was trying to bring in whatever he was doing at Michigan State. I don't even know Ooh. if it totally was going to work. And you know, he's hanging out with that Mel Tucker. Who was, you know, doing stuff over the phone. Bad news. Oh, just Mel Tucker got into some nonsense, and Brenda sent him packing. Wow. Now, Brenda Brenda Tracy. Now, Matt, before we get to the bad news about this, sticking with the good news here, let's let's just play, I'm going to play out a hypothetical for you. Because, you know, the, the, the knocks against Mummy's teams and Leach's teams were, they were, they were obviously great offenses. They elevated programs. Um, that that hadn't experienced such success, but they didn't produce guys in the NFL, right? All these how mummy quarterbacks. Tim Couch is the one that comes to mind first. You know they couldn't couldn't make it at the next level. Um, would you, if you're as a Baylor fan, I know you're in the media, but you're a Baylor guy. Does that matter to you? Like if Baylor just becomes that offense that they were under Art Bryles and wins a lot of football games, but they don't produce NFL guys? Do you even care about that as a Baylor fan? No, me neither. And, and by I'm the okay way, this, being that team again, <laughs> there's really a starter bad. I could care less, a Drango and anybody else from that Danny era. Danny Watkins, Danny Watkins, love them all. Yeah, Jason even the top, Smith, even the top picks. Yeah, the the Kendall yeah. Wrights, the Corey Coleman. Even like, somebody even like the played for tackle, the Taylor didn't do much in the NFL. No. Danny Shelton. Yeah, yeah. Taylor kind of hung in there for a little while. Now he came from. Penn, Penn State. State. They were digging in on that Penn State. Sean Oakman came from there. Yeah, they uh, they got a little out, out over their skis on some pass rushers. But um, did you, you know, Sean Oakman eventually was found, um, I believe, not guilty. Not guilty, correct. Um, I still, though, think it's funny that uh, recruits will use that old meme or that picture because yeah, yeah. it's just like because it was so public with yeah, what he was get accused of. Yeah. Uh-huh, I'm like, eh, do we really need to? Do you really need to go down that path? Well, I don't now, even know how young those kids would have been. I, we'll ask Turboff when we have him on just, later to show. It's just funny. Like, they oh, don't he know. just looks so crazy, you yeah. know, because he just has that washboard belly, like the two of us. Yes, really like naturally. more like yeah Aaron and me, uh, and he just kind of has that. He was one of the last Zeke Elliott was like that. It would like to show the midriff. The half tuck, like yeah. the half tuck, and only the people who do that are either the big uglies, 
either the big old lineman that don't mind with a ton of confidence, yeah. their stomach just poking out, or the dudes with those six packs, the abs. You ever have you ever had a friend with abs? I, I don't think I've ever had abs? like a friend. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I don't think I've Hello? ever had a friend Insulted. who looked like that. <laughs> Who's producing the show right now? <laughs> that looked like Aaron. that. That looked like Sean Oakman. No, I've never had a friend that looked. Not like that. Oakman's oh. like six, seven, six, nine. Yeah, whatever. I he guess was. we've all had friends who, who are in kind of ridiculous shape, like yeah. my friend T.J. Otzelberger. <laughs> Good pal. Well, you double dated with him before. <laughs> I would be open to that. <laughs> all right, I, I, all right. I kind of like listens. that guy. I kind of like that guy. From Laurel, Mississippi, by the way, a young man named Charles Charlie Cross, and that plays for the Seattle Seahawks now, offensive lineman. And who do you think he trained under at Mississippi State? That's right. That's right. Our own. Double check the name. Mason Miller. What about Mason here's Miller one for you? Sawyer Robertson. Does that not fire you up as much? <laughs> no, that's fine. Mississippi that's State fine. under Mason Miller. That's right. There you go. Tra- I'll, help, I'll take help. All right, fine. I'll take the offensive lineman who's in the NFL. I'll take mm-hmm. that example, okay? Previously coached at Mississippi State, Washington State, in Nevada. All right? And uh, according to our man. Private school guy now. Bruce Feldman. Oh, my goodness. Um, all right, Aaron, it's been long enough. Let's play the breaking news again, and this is the we got to deliver the bad news now. Cam, would you like to do the honors? Yes. Offensive line, or excuse me, defensive line coach, formerly of Baylor, Dennis Johnson, not to be confused with the NBA Hall of Famer, Celtic, right, uh, is also leaving Waco after two other positional coaches left for Alabama jobs early this week. Dennis Johnson will take it a step further. He's going to the NFL with John Harbaugh's Baltimore Ravens, just announced mere minutes ago, Matt. So now, after bringing in an offensive line coach, they are looking for some help on the defensive line, just like that. I liked him. I liked his nickname. Had kind of a fun, what did they call him? Uh, It was like pork chop or something like that. Um Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, I, you know they, these guys. Meat? No, I don't. I, I it was meat, always random. Wait, always, where are we going with meat? Pork meat and rinds. Meatloaf or something? No, he had a he had a funny nickname. And uh, if Jerry Hill's listening, he'll text me. But I like this guy, and I bums me out that these guys like played such a role. In like, I just think about the even the 2024 class that they just put to bed. Sure, yeah. You know, it's like, hey, fellas, appreciate you, appreciate you, linemen, loved you. <clears throat> I'm out. I'm gone. In fact, because unless the head coach leaves, I don't think, I don't really think you can have a portal opening. Yeah. Wait, do we have another spring portal? Oh, we do, don't we? Yep. Right There's gonna be another ball. spring portal opening after spring ball. And what I, I was wondering, one of the names, all these too, kids. is remember we had signing day, whatever that was, two weeks ago or whatever, um, and one of your one of your signees that day was an, a four-star edge rusher who had committed. You remember he committed in 
in July and then started to get some other offers, so waited it out yeah. a little bit. That's a defensive lineman right there. That's a that's a Dennis Johnson protege. So we'll see. That's all. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what to that's make. That's a position Baylor needs a lot of help in. Like yeah. like. Think about, apparently, this was an extremely talented staff, and they still <laughs> went 1-7 at home. I mean, I on one hand, part of why Dave Aranda presented a plan and was allowed to stay as Baylor's head coach is because moving forward, he, he said, I can keep this, this great freshman class together. I'm talking about the last year's freshman players. But... I think he felt like he had, and I and I I poked fun at it. I didn't understand why you had, you blew out the entire offense, but this horrific defensive season. You just said we're all good here, we're all good. We're bringing all these guys back. <laughs> well, apparently, I mean, other people think highly of them. Christian Robinson now with Bama. I mean, now Dave was already taking over his job. Yep. I, I just don't know what to make. I think Dave Aranda may be viewed as like a top five defensive mind in the country. But that said, like right now, he's having a hard time keeping a staff together. Yeah. Like this is not should not be happening in late February. I mean, they, they, you know, if you want to lose some kids in the portal, have it happened after spring ball. That kind of thing always happens. But you don't start losing a bunch of staff members in late February. So it's, um, I don't know. I don't know if these guys think it's a sinking ship or what. And they're just, I mean, they're getting good offers. Alabama and the Ravens, those are are good offers. You know what it kind of reminds me of? You're not going to believe this, but I am going to link it back to the Patriots. For years, they would just get these defensive players from Rutgers. Year after year after year, and these guys would come in and contribute. And, like, this whole time, Rutgers was the worst Power 5 yeah. football program yeah. in America. But they just kept getting these guys, and, and it worked, uh, one of which being Devin McCourty. Uh, but that's what it feels like. You're coming off a 3-9 and nine season, and you can't hold on to any of your coaches because they're getting better jobs. Weird. Where would Dave Aranda be if he'd been fired right now? Would he be... LSU's defensive coordinator would he be the new defensive coordinator at Alabama like where do you think he would be would he be a defensive coordinator in the NFL I, I like said it's from, very weird like he he certainly easily could have been fired yet the reason he was kept is because like he, people think so highly of him yes and there's and, stability there right there's not a, a, a there's no attrition in the building. Remember that? And I'm not saying this is like a, a dumpster fire. I don't I don't think it is, but all of a sudden you got all these guys leaving. Okay, how many have left? I okay, let's not count Kapilovic because he's new to us. He was barely with us. Okay, he wasn't even okay. here long enough. Like you said, Chris, where do you where do you like to eat in Waco? Like he would not be able to tell you. <laughs> He'd be like, Oh, Jack in the Box? Um Christian Robinson was among us. Yes. He walked among us. And he's, one of he's us. decided to leave, but I totally understand why he's leaving because he got a great offer and he'd already had his gig basically taken from him. 
like Aranda was going to coach his position as if it's not enough to call plays and be the head coach, but he's going to coach linebackers as well. Can he just now coach the D line as well? You do have Gary here. So you, you, I mean, Gary could step in and take over as a position coach. He may not want to. It's probably not why he's why why he's here. No, but I don't but, think he could do I that mean, from his house. Like he you, can be. He can be. I mean, he can be a, a the strategic consultant with only going to Waco uh-huh. on Saturdays. Like he could do yeah. that. No, he's gonna spend more time. I know. I know. But he doesn't have to. Yeah. But now, I mean, if he's a defensive line coach, kind of have to. If he became a defense, you would have, like, the two greatest defensive minds. It's like you've got, on one hand, you've got this unbelievably talented defensive mind, Dave Veranda. On the other hand, every defensive coach and even some offensive coaches worn out of here. Some of them haven't even, like, shown up to do their training. Again, they're getting huge offers. All right, we do have, speaking of legends, Wow. Pat Nunley joins us to talk Baylor hoops next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossey, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. At City Ranch Boot Company, customers have the option to buy off the shelves or design a -a one-of-a-kind custom-made boot with your preferred logo. City Ranch Boot Company's inventory includes boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' purses. 
Owner Jay Kelly was a Baylor football letterman in the 1980s. He's a longtime importer of exotic leather and has plenty of ostrich, elephant, crocodile, python, and hippo leather from which to choose. His wife and four of his five children attended Baylor University. City Ranch Boot Company, just around the corner from Hellberg Barbecue on Highway 185 between Crawford and China Spring. Call 254-855-7225 at cityranchboot.com and Facebook. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. At Richard Car, we give you more. Supplies, you details. Richard Car Motors is turning 25, and we're celebrating with our anniversary savings event. Get a premium ride in uncommon style for a common price in a Buick Envision. Right now, save $4,750 on a new 2023 Buick Envision at Richard Car Buick. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days. Call now, get here now, or log on now and get 25th anniversary sales savings on a new Buick at Richard Car today. At Richard Car, we give you more. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the flagship station. It's the Mosley Show. Cam Stewart is on hand. Boy, he's a big fan of uh, Pat Nunley, Aaron as well. Pat has flown all around the country. I mean, I hope that charter, I hope he was there and he was treated nicely, but still, uh, four-hour flight, you get in from Morgantown, then you get in Provo, then that's a long late-night flight after a game. Pat, how are you uh, functioning today? I really was going to try to give you today to relax and, and get your feet back under you, but it seemed like today was the day you could um, you could do it. How are you functioning? I, it's really going very well. I, I think I'm just, okay. Matt, so adrenalized about being home after five mm. days on the road that I, you know, I've, I've got plenty to do here and I've been busy all day. So, you know, slept a little longer than normal, but um, uh, no, it's been a, it's been a good day. And the good news about the big 12 is, you know, you get spanked on Tuesday and you've got just a few days to actually less than a day to let that linger. And then you got to get ready for Houston. Now the bad news is you're talking about the number two team in the country. <laughs> one of the best, if not the best defensive team in the country coming in on Saturday, but good news is, Baylor will be at home back in the Foster Pavilion, mm-hmm. and and that's that's going to really help a lot. You you know they're they're a good road team. Baylor has been this year for whatever reason, uh, and they've won some games on the road. They should have beaten K State. I mean that last night was weird for a lot of reasons. Usually when you outshoot somebody, um, you know you expect to do better than that. You know from a percentage standpoint, but the the three pointers. We're not fall, falling, and and Pat, I just could not understand why. I, I I know what the game plan had to be. You know it's BYU, and they shoot a ton of threes. And as you're calling that thing courtside, it, it had to be frustrating for for you to watch Baylor continue to go under those screens. And then, of course, the ball screen defense just was not working out front. And I don't know if they just thought, well, we're going to let that guy. I mean, I think they intended to cover him, but but he shot him out of the game in a lot of ways. I mean, that was when they had their big run. He was a big part of it. So I I just don't know what to make of it, because, like, I think they were good enough team to win on the road and yet. Mm -hmm did not seemingly execute the plan very well at all from a, especially from a defensive standpoint. Yeah, that that's all correct, Matt. And, um, 
BYU is probably 10 points better at home than they are on the road. And, and you can see why. And that is a, that is a great home court advantage for BYU. But, uh, and in that arena, BYU is never uncomfortable and, and you have to find a way to make them uncomfortable. Or they're just going to, just going to put on a shooting expedition exhibition. And that's what they did. Baylor never made them uncomfortable. Even when Baylor started the game by making seven of its first eight shots, the discomfort was this isn't going to, this is not sustainable. I'm not going to do that the entire ball game. And to me, Matt, that, you know, the threes are one thing, but the head scratcher was that BYU out rebounded Baylor 39, 30. And, you know, that's not a dramatic difference, but of those 39 rebounds that BYU got, what was it? 17 of them were offensive rebounds and, and Baylor was outscored second chance points, 20 BYU to four to Baylor. That just doesn't happen. I mean, Baylor over the last 10 years is one of the top 15 or 20 offensive rebounding teams in the country year after year. So that just doesn't happen. Baylor normally does that to other teams. Well, BYU did that to Baylor last night. And the result of that is, I mean, the threes were important, obviously, but BYU, because of those offensive rebounds, took 15 more shots than Baylor did. And you give BYU 15 more shots, 15 more looks at a three uh, in that arena, and you're just you're in trouble. And, and I think that was the difference. And what happened, too, that I thought uh, made all the difference in the game. So Baylor comes out, makes seven of eight, made their first three out of four, three, something like that. And then felt like, okay, we're just going to be able to shoot our way to a win tonight. And it turned into a three-point shooting, you know, those teams just trading three-pointers for a while. And in that stretch, after Baylor went up early, BYU went on a run and separated. And Baylor was settling for threes. They weren't touching the paint the way uh, – I mean, part of the game plan was you got to attack the rim and get into the paint. And, you know, so all of that put together – Baylor can win that game making five of 23s. They just can. They cannot win that game giving up a 20 to four second chance point advantage. That, that to me was the difference. And Pat, I, I want to be careful with how I phrase this question because by no means did the officials really, they didn't lose Baylor the game and it didn't really have a huge effect on it. But one thing I want to go back to is in that first half, uh, a questionable second foul called on, on, a, on a loose ball on Jaden Nunn, and he has to sit yeah. a significant amount of that first half because of it. How much did that take Baylor out of their offense and therefore uh, affect the game? Yeah, that's a really good point. And, you know, Jaden Nunn coming into that game was the hottest player in the league. He was not only the newcomer of the week, he was the player of the week in the Big 12 last week. So losing him, uh, I think, was uh, a big blow. Because, again, I mean, if the Baylor coaches said it once, they said it 100 times before that game, you got to attack the rim. And nobody attacks the rim as violently as Jaden Nunn. So losing him was a big blow. And, and I, I'm with you. I mean, we don't, we don't comment really on the calls. We try not to. Uh, over the course of a game just doesn't really serve a purpose. But I, I didn't think that was the right call. I just didn't. But on the road particularly, you're not going to get calls. You're just, you're just not going to. So you just have to play through that. And, um, uh, you know, they just really weren't able to, they never recovered from that and losing Jaden, you know, when you go to BYU or anybody on the road, 
you've got to have both barrels loaded and you got Jaden Nunn sitting on the bench for basically 13 minutes of the first half and then trying to stay out of foul trouble in the second. That, that was a big negative for sure. Yeah. Pat Nunley on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN central Texas. What about um, Ray J ends up with eight assists and that, mm-hmm. and as you're looking at the box score, I'm sure that caught your eye. And but even during the game, you're probably keeping up with the box score. But how glaring that even was to he had all of Baylor's assist. I mean, generally, yeah. Pat, you'll kind of stumble into something else, right? Even one of your big guys or something. I mean, somebody's mm-hmm. going to make a decent pass. And that, that, I think that bothered Scott. Scott did not have a long post game. And, no. and, and I think he, he, I think they average somewhere around 20 assists a game. They get eight, mm-hmm. and it comes from one player. What, what, is, what is that? When you see something like that, is that a team that's simply the ball sticking, um, or is that just one of those weird anomaly-type games that hopefully won't happen again? Yeah, you know, Matt, another good question. I, I think it was um, Baylor got a little three-happy for a while, and, and they settled into thinking, okay, we're shooting the ball well tonight. We're just going to shoot our way to a win, and that's not going to happen up there. And that you just can't play that game against BYU in Provo. Uh, and, and I, you know, they just didn't, they didn't get the ball into the lane. Ray J. Dennis did a good job of that. That's why he had eight assists. Jade Nunn does that well. He's on the bench with fouls. But you, it, when you attack the rim, you force BYU to, to play defense. I mean, really play it. And, and by the way, BYU is better defensively than I thought they would be. Coming into the game, they'd given up 88 and 93 in their last mm-hmm. two games. But last night, um, they were awfully good. But I think part of it was we just got away from the game plan and got lulled into a false sense of security about how we were shooting the ball early. And I said on the broadcast, that was fool's gold. You can't think, even when you're shooting well, you can't think this is how we're going to win this game. Uh, on a road against a team that um, shoots more threes than any other team in the country. And you talk about assist, uh, they are top three, I think, BYU is, in assists per game at 19. So, again, you just um, you, you've just got to – they just have to play better and adhere to the game plan. And I think at the end of the day, you've you got to compete on the glass because you just can't give BYU that many shots at the basket. And looking at how Baylor's played on the road this year, Matt touched on it. It hasn't been bad by any means. They've dropped a few games, but so is so is everybody. He's dropped some winnable games. So is everybody in this conference. I saw an interesting stat today, Pat, that uh, UConn has not won a, a top 25 matchup on the road in like 12 years or 10 years. And in that span, they've won two national championships. So clearly it's not the end-all be-all, but it certainly helps winning conference championships and bigger championships than that if you can win on the road and and that's just we didn't see quite that medal last night um from from the Baylor squad to to win a big road game and so my question to you is this you played on some good teams you've been around some really good some great teams how imperative is it in today's college basketball that a team has someone a player in the huddle who will call out his teammates and make sure everyone kind of comes correct yeah, I think it's important. And I, you know, everybody, when you say that, thinks of Davion Mitchell. I mean, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just Davion, it was Mark Vidal, it was those guys. You, you just need a dog defensively, you do. 
And, uh, you know, to the point you made earlier about winning on the road, I saw this stat, I think it's a week ago, so it may be a little dated, but it still makes a good point. Um, and there have been so many teams in and out of the top 10 in the country this year, I think like 47 different teams. But uh, there was a stat that said in that in teams that have been in the top 10 this year are 32 and 33 on the road. So it gives you an idea how hard it is to win, particularly in this day and age when everybody's good, transfer portal and all of that. So I, the, the goal is to win, to go 500 on the road and maybe steal one or two and get beyond 500. But the, the teams in this league, I mean, I'm thinking of Houston. I don't know what the numbers are, but they have a winning record on the road. Kansas can't win on the road. Baylor's now three and four, I think, on the road for the season or maybe in conference play. Can't remember, mm -hmm. but it's not a winning record. Yeah. So if you want to get into the upper echelon, you got to go get your fair share, maybe even more than your fair share on the road. And, you know, a, a two-game road street, a, a road swing, you win one of those two, you might feel better about it, but is that, that Baylor just did not play well. And yeah. despite all of that, with 10 minutes to play, the game is tied. And then there's an 8-0 run by BYU, fueled by a couple of threes, which were fueled by two offensive rebounds. And so there we go again. And that separation, that eight-point separation, was more than Baylor could overcome down the stretch. And those guards got after them, right? That Dalen Hall, I mean, these are not big, huge. You don't think of these things, guys, as like, oh, this is just great athletes or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And they were, they outworked the Baylor guards. That was disappointing. I also felt like back in your day, Pat, if Trevin Nell, someone like Trevin Nell, who's a great three-point shooter, if he goes wandering around the baseline trying to shoot a reverse I either think he would have been in the stands or his shot would have been in the stands. So, that, to me, that was weird. And I didn't understand those broken plays. Like, I, Loner got lost one time on a back cut. I, it was a pretty – you know, I, I, I can understand occasionally something like that happening. But, like, the lack of any help defense. Like, when you see a guy going to the hole, I, I, even if you have to come off your man, like I, I, I saw I saw about three or four of those, Pat, and that that's I think frustrating to fans and has to be frustrating to the coaches when it, it's hard enough because these guys will hit great shots and hit threes, but when you give them freebies, to me that that really is demoralizing. It is, and you know, championship teams get key stops when they have to have them. They just do. That that national championship did that repeatedly. That was almost their brand. And so there was, again, a point in the game late. We, we never could get it closer than five. And there was a series. We got it to five. We still have enough time to play to win. And in three possessions for BYU, they shot three layups. And those were the backdoor cuts you're talking about. In the fourth possession, they shot two free throws. And, and then all Baylor could do at best was trade baskets. And so you, you, know, you just have to, you have to get those stops. And I think part of that was – Baylor was looking to pressure on the perimeter and, and they were trapping on the perimeter. And when you do that and you're trying to get guys covered up, guys handling the ball so covered up that they can't see, they weren't able to do that. And when you're applying that kind of pressure, you're vulnerable along the baseline. And, and with that pressure, you're vulnerable to backdoor cuts. And it happened three times in a row. And on the fourth one, 
uh, were late defensively and have to foul and their two free throws. So there, there were a lot of breakdowns defensively at the end. Mm-hmm. And, and that was another disappointment because coming into that game, Baylor's last five games, it had held its opponent to 70 or less. In fact, below 70 held Oklahoma to 62 and Kansas on the road to 64. So I, I thought they'd kind of turn the corner defensively and, and I'm hoping, and I think everybody is that last night was an aberration. You go to a place like that and you know, they were a little bit um, wide eyed, I think. And you know, when that team gets rolling at home, mm-hmm. the way they shoot, and, and when you make a three, get a three in transition, get a dunk, a block, whatever, that crowd goes berserk. And we saw that repeatedly. So they had the same home court advantage that hopefully Baylor's going to have on Saturday against Houston. Yeah, and looking ahead to that Houston game, Pat, obviously massive matchup on Saturday at the Foster Pavilion. Baylor hasn't played them yet, but they have played Iowa State, which is, in my mind, kind of a diet Houston. They, they're not quite yeah. as good. They're pretty darn good. Uh, but they do yeah. a lot of the same things well. And you'll remember, obviously, it was a 15-point lead basically at halftime. They bank into three to make it 12. Baylor was playing their best game of the year in that Iowa State game before it all went haywire with the ejections. So what, mm-hmm. what were the things that Baylor did well in that game against Iowa State that you think they could carry over to this weekend's game against Houston? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, number one, they're playing at home. I mean, that, that just, I don't, I don't know how many points that, that accounts for, but it's a lot because, you know, every team in this league is going to make a run at you. And when you get that run, you've got the support of a crowd, a pretty savvy crowd, actually, uh, to get you through it. So I, I think that was the biggest difference of the game. And then they're, they're just, they're just a comfort level to playing at home. And I, I know what you're asking is a little more of the strategy around it. Yeah. I think it's just, it's, it's running your stuff. And, and the key for Baylor, uh, even when they're shooting the ball well, they're shooting the ball because the ball started in the lane. You know, you got the ball into the lane, and threes are coming from the inside out, not the outside in. So same thing. You're going to have to uh, get the ball in the lane and be aggressive. Um, defensively, you, you just – you have – over the course of a game, we talked about it last night, the game plan that, that Baylor typically starts with, it's not just Baylor – at this level of college basketball, the game plan you start with is not necessarily the game plan you finish with. We asked Coach Drew that question one time before, and he said it's never, ever the same game plan at the end than it was when you started. And so you just kind of read and react. But I, I think to summarize it, it's really just playing at home, playing with a little more comfort, and, and running your stuff. I mean, it's not a coincidence that the two best defensive teams in the league played for first place on Monday night. That's not a coincidence. And we're going to get another dose of that on Saturday. I hope I answered your question, but uh, that's my thought. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry this had to happen, by the way, Pat. I'm sorry this had to happen last night on the big anniversary, of course, of you and Vinny's (laughs) 62-point performance. I really wish the Bears could have pulled out a win on such a day. What a day, right? We call it BJ Day. We're going to have T-shirts printed. And, you know, I, I said last night, and Aaron was there with us, I, I said on the on the broadcast, I said the one number that stands out to me in all of that is that it was 45 years ago. I just almost can't handle that. Yeah, you still have that youthful SAE look about you. Um, so I, I wouldn't worry. still have really good hair. I wouldn't. That's just a number. 
But uh, who? Hey, by the way, what guys' numbers are retired? At Brittany Griner's retirement. It got me jersey retirement. Got me to thinking. And even a Baylor coaching staff member reached out and said, "Hey, who would you retire first? And I, I just, I always think, well, surely Terry and Vinny's numbers have been retired. I mean, obviously, yeah. we'd have trouble getting Vinny to come back for anything. Uh, he seems to be seems to be doing really yeah. well, but just does not really maybe travel back very often. But are there? I just, I was just thinking, are there are, are any of those numbers? retired on the men's side? I mean, obviously, those two you would think of first. Yeah, Matt, not that I'm aware of. I, okay. And honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm on the sidelines, you know, hearing all of this uh, when yeah. I'm with the guys that are in the athletic department. I don't know, really. I, I, don't, I don't think we retire jerseys. There's no, there are no jerseys hanging from the rafters. Uh, I just don't know, but okay. you know that's going to be a long list. I mean, if we obviously retire a long list. Yeah, we retire women's jerseys. Um, so I think, uh, but I, I think before you do all the the national championship guys, kind of like the triplets for the Cowboys, you know, like, hey, wait, yeah. you got to go back and finish up the older guys, and and I just don't, and of course. Boy, if you start doing that, you go back to even the 1940s with some of those players and uh, Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. yeah, 1948. Yeah. I mean, you would. You're right. You would have a lot, but you know, Vinny and Terry. I mean, I don't know. To me, it all kind of starts there Tommy in a Bowman. lot of ways. Um, yeah. Would you say, Cam? Um, Tommy Bowman, well, trailblazer yeah, and a heck of a player. Very important yeah. player. So, anyway, um, yeah, it just got me to thinking about some of that. Uh, now, Pat, did you ever, uh, when you were an SAE at Baylor, did you participate in seeing? You know, seeing is going on right now. And uh, I would imagine both as a, a student and as a, a, a parent, you have uh, sat through a number of those performances over the years. Uh, were you ever in an SAE seeing act? I was, and I, you know, that's a true confession I could make all these years later. I actually was, and what, what again is interesting, and it's a really a sign of the times. You can't do that anymore. Like, I mean, if you're playing basketball at Baylor, you're not insane. You, you know, it's going to be hard to even, I think, be in a fraternity. It's just the way it is. This is big time basketball. But when I got on campus, my my dear friend Jim Haller, who was my coach told us we want you involved on campus. We want you to be a part of the university and, and the culture and take advantage of all the great things that Baylor has to offer. And so, um, you know, I had a couple of teammates or essays. I went, sounds good to me and joined. And, and it was a wonderful experience. And some of my very best, dearest friends today are guys that I was in a fraternity with all those many years ago. So, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. It yeah. was a forgettable experience. I mean, who, in terms of my my contributions to our seeing act. <laughs> yeah, well, understandable if you couldn't show up to some of the practices and all. But uh, do you remember the theme at whatever seeing act you were a part of? Can you remember like what the theme might have been, or what the what maybe the the best song in the act was? Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> remember it vividly. <laughs> yeah. and, and i remember we did not i mean so this, this is a rough memory matt 
So I remember we did not include the song When I'm 64 by the Beatles, and we got dinged for that. Oh. <laughs> but I'm over it now. I'm over it now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you guys knew knew the way to both Matt and I's heart with that one. We we go. recount the Beatles quite a bit. In fact, we have to uh-huh. stay off the Beatles topic or we'll be talking about it all day. Yeah, That's right. Well, one last thing on that. So yeah. I remember watching the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan Show in 1964, Ooh. I believe. Yeah, on a black and white TV. We just I had the big anniversary. The... Mm-hmm. That's right. I was yeah. there to see it. Wow. From my living room in Oklahoma City. Yeah. And I, I, I bet your parents were like, who are those? Who are these? Turn this what, are they, <laughs> what are they doing? Who, what are these guys up to? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That is, if you uh, can have a life-changing event at age six, that was it for me. Did it, did, it, <laughs> did it feel like that at the time, Pat? Did it feel like that? Well, it did. I have older brothers and sister and a sister, and it did for them. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was seeing at the time. I remember I liked it a lot. And now looking back, yeah, oh, nothing like the Beatles. No, that's great. What Have you seen the documentary they did recently? I think it's on Apple TV. I don't know if, uh, if you haven't, Pat, check it out. It's like the, they found the old footage um, mm-hmm. of their last, getting ready for their last concert. And so it's pretty, pretty amazing stuff. Be great just, for the next four-hour plane ride. That's, yeah, right. that's what I need to do because <laughs> yeah. I put it off until we got out of basketball season and I never got around to it. So I'm going to see it. I've heard it's just terrific. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Did, did y'all ever do back in the day any Saturday, Monday? I mean, I don't guess they had big Monday, didn't they? So, I mean, it wasn't it pretty like every you played every Saturday and you played every what Wednesday, basically, and you pretty much held to that throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and most of the games we traveled to by bus. We go to Fort Worth, we go to Dallas, SMU, go to College Station, go to Houston, uh, in Austin. We'd occasionally hop a plane to Lubbock. We'd always fly to Arkansas to play the Razorbacks, but it, it was the travel was not an issue. Hop on a bus and go, and mm-hmm. and most of those games are up and back. So it, it, we we didn't have the travel um, complications that they have now, and you know it's going to get even more difficult and interesting next year when you start bringing other teams in. Uh, but we'll have we'll have trips like this going forward. You'll have West yeah. Virginia, Provo. Um, you know we're going to do what we did in the last five days two or three times next year. Well, Pat, we appreciate you. Uh, you sounded great. I mean, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed after traveling throughout the night, being up there with all those loud Mormons. And uh, I, 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 had that, I said that yesterday. I think a sober crowd can be the best crowd. Like, for some reason, to me, they're more focused. They haven't <laughs> loaded up on anything, and they're there truly for the basketball. I mean, even the Baylor crowd might have a, a nip of something before games. These mm-hmm. folks that showed up the other night, there's nothing in their system. And so it's all basketball all the time. These are just weird Mosley theories. But I, I like I like a good sober basketball crowd. And, uh, I well, think we I mostly can tell you they were those. sober. Yeah, yeah they, they were sober. And, and I'll tell you, too, those are the nicest people. Now, they want to mm. run you out of the gym, and, and they there's no question about who they're pulling for. But – I mean, for example, we sit down and put our stuff together and set it all up. 
and then we ambled back into the media room to go get some water and stuff for the broadcast. Well, there were a couple of people who were there saying, can we get you anything? Can we get you anything? Well, we'll get it. Don't worry about it. No, no. Tell me what you want. I'll go get it. And it was that times 100. Th those are the nicest, most hospitable people um, in the league for sure. Uh, but again, they're a great home crowd, and they give their, their team at home at least 10 points a night. And did you, by the way, have you tried one of those cougar tails? Were you tempted uh, to give it a go? Well, actually, uh, I, I didn't even know what a cougar tail was. And then somebody mentioned it to me, and I thought, I got to get one. Uh, so I did not get one on this trip, but I, I now know what a cougar tail is. And next time I go up there, I'm going to get one. I'm going out of my <laughs> way to get a cougar tail, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> Pat, Pat has added that to his list. <laughs> Identifying it's the first step. Yeah, that's right. All right. That's right. I've gone all these years without knowing what a cougar tail is. Now I know. I mean, you can never <laughs> stop learning, right? You really, you really can't. And uh, we learn every time you come on and uh, appreciate it a lot, Pat. Thank you and, and uh, hope you have fun Saturday. It's an early morning game. It should bring back a lot of memories because those five slamma jamma. Uh, those of us of a certain age, we can't see Houston without thinking back. And you you saw it a little up too close. You saw it uh, a lot closer than most. But uh, thank you for doing this, and uh, we look forward to talking to you soon. My pleasure, guys. Thanks. Have a great day. You bet. There he goes, Pat Nunley, Hall of Famer, Baylor uh, Basketball Hall of Famer, and then, of course, the color analyst, on the radio, he and J-Mo get it done night after night and uh, has survived this road trip back. And, uh, boy, sounded great. Got a little sleep and was ready to ready to offer us. He even liked some of Cam's questions. I thought, Who doesn't? Aaron, I thought Cam prepared for that interview about as hard as I've ever heard him prepare for anything. I mean, just some tremendous, uh, very informed questions. So, Cam, nice job. Just wanted to Thank say that you. publicly. I am a Pat Nunley fan. You were right about that. Sometimes yeah. you say that just to say it, but I'm a big Pat Nunley. Yeah. He's got good hair, too. I mean, oh, he, if I could have his hair at his uh -huh. age or my own mm -hmm. age, that would be really nice. And he dresses well, too. He's not just a pullover guy like the rest of us have gone in life. Okay, uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We'll do some uh, NFL Blitz. We'll do it next. This is ESPN Central Texas. The Brazos Landing is proud to showcase their new upscale bar to Central Texas, the Bourbon Street Bar. Guests are able to savor 93 different labels of bourbons, whiskeys, and scotch. Also, over 110 varieties of wine are featured, in addition to a nice selection of Texas beers. Ask about the new Bourbon Street Bites while enjoying your drink. This menu includes oysters on the half shell, meatball wellington, chicken fried steak sliders, and beer-battered flounder tacos with avocado salsa. Where I-35 and the Brazos River meet, the Brazos Landing, Waco. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com.
Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Attention all car enthusiasts, get ready for the President's Day sale happening at Allen Samuels in Waco. For a limited time only, drive home in a car of your dreams with unbelievable discounts. Looking for luxury? How about the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Summit with a whopping $12,500 off MSRP? Or maybe the adventurous spirit of the 2023 Jeep Compass and Renegades, now 10% below MSRP. But wait, there's more. Say big on the rugged 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with savings of $13,000 and an incredible 15% off MSRP on every 2023 Gladiator. Rev up your engines with the 2023 Dodge Charger RT, now $8,000 off MSRP. And a special thank you to our first responders. Enjoy a $500 off your purchase. Hurry in now and take advantage of these unbelievable deals. This inventory won't last long. Visit Alan Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Oh, it's Matt Mosley Show. We'll be quick here because we've got a big guest coming up at 4 o'clock. One of Cam Stewart's buddies, Will Turboff. He's been covering a lot of this Baylor recruiting. Baylor coaches, well, they've got a new O-line coach. And our, our man Mason has come in. And uh, excited to, to, to get to know him. Big air raid, offensive lineman, uh, coach, O-line coach. But the defensive line coach, Dennis Johnson, Dennis Porkchop Johnson, has left us. He has gone to Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, Cam Stewart, Aaron Sexton here 
this is something we will discuss with our own Will Turboff. And uh, this is just, it's a rough day. It's a rough day. It's good to, I mean, I am excited about the new O-line coach, but then another departure. All right, uh, Cam, can you do the math for us? What do we, Probably how not. many have we lost and how many have we gained now? We've we've lost an O-line coach. Yep. And a linebackers coach, yep. and now a D-line coach. Mm-hmm. We've brought in an O-line coach. That's it, right? So we're that two down? It. Yep, that so is it. Two in the hole. Oh, man. I mean, I, I, Gary and Dave Aranda can do a lot of this themselves. <laughs> but, I mean, this is getting a little out a of lot. hand. Yeah. This is getting a little out of hand. And... um the young Turboff, I, I think what we need from him, Cam, is like, hey, what about these recruits? Like, whatever that four-star is that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, uh, Will, what about that guy? What's he thinking? I mean, hopefully Turboff can bring a little clarity to this thing. Because, I mean, we don't try to come on here doing the whole, you know, we're not PR for Baylor. All no, right? Thank- you got plenty of people thank doing God. that. But we're, you know, we're somewhat positive. They've they've had some real good moves, um, but and and they've had some good momentum. But this is a a little bit of a rough patch. This is like Dave Aranda's staff just saying, "Well, appreciate you, appreciate you bringing me in, but we're gonna we're all go, we're gonna head out now." Now he had basically demoted Christian Robinson, so Christian Robinson going to Bama is fine. All right, I got zero issue with him. Kapilovich, bit of a snake move. Bit of a snake move. Kind of found him, gave him a job, gave him, I guarantee, a Mac, because Mac does not hold back when it comes to contracts. I guarantee he got a good deal, and something better came along, and he said, sorry, oh, and all these kids I recruited, man, feel bad about this, but got to get to Bama. Kalen came calling. Now, Dennis, I, I can't I have a hard time blaming him either. Baltimore Ravens, big time opportunity. I thought he was a college lifer that D- uh, Dennis Johnson was, but no, no, he has uh, he has gone the way now of the NFL. And, and now we're finding out that Baylor had one of the most uh, talented coaching staffs in the country. We just didn't realize it. Yeah, again, I think it's fair to ask the question, is Dave Aranda too good at hiring coaches? Well, he's not good at keeping them right now. Well, but he and, is well now good. it's evening out because he was firing coaches for years and now they're just leaving on their own. So, <laughs> okay. getting getting better jobs. Okay, uh, Cam, tell the young Turboff, we're running a couple minutes behind, Will Turboff, our recruiting expert, is next. Your home for the world champion Texas Rangers. ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Central Texas. The next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Hellberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000. From pickups and deliveries to full-service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations. Each are Hellberg Barbecue specialty. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. 
twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387-8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at hellbergbarbecue.com. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Your Congressman Pete Sessions here. As a conservative Republican, I am concerned about our country. And I'm asking you to join me and your fellow Republicans by voting in the Republican primary now through March the 5th. Democrats are overrunning Texas and America with open borders. And Democrats' out-of-control spending is killing the American dream. Together, let's send a message to the liberals in Washington. I'm Pete Sessions, and I approve this message. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Is it time to upgrade your garage, barn, shed, or warehouse with a new garage door? Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service boasts the largest garage door showroom and design center in Central Texas. Revamp your style with new customized garage doors with windows. Free estimates are available, and all calls are answered by an operator 24-7. Precision Garage Door Service, 1100 Jewel Drive, Waco, 254-522-9657, and at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Ask about their financing options. Stock number 141, It's Richard Carr's 25th anniversary sale. Work hard and play hard in a GMC Sierra from Richard Carr. Sierra is the truck for those who demand the best. During Richard Carr's 25th anniversary sale, save 10000 on a 2024 GMC Sierra. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing for 72 months and no payments for 90 days on select Sierras in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now and get big anniversary savings on your new GMC Sierra today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. From the it's Alan true. Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep. Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast acting, long lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Will Turboff joining us now from uh, 24-7 Sports. Covers Baylor, kind of dabbles with the Longhorns down there in Austin. Uh, and, uh, Will, good to have you. Uh, Cam Stewart on with us now, as you know. And uh, we found out you liked Cam. And so we brought Cam on the show. So we're, uh, you know, we're just catering this thing to you. But what an interesting news day, Will. I mean, y'all break the news about Mason Miller, the 24-7 sports. Let's give Zenitz and Tim Watkins uh, some love there. And so that's Mason Miller. I mean, that's good news. He's, He's had a good past and all. But then we get the news right after that from Jonathan Jones of CBS that the Ravens are hiring Dennis Johnson as their D-line coach. And, Will, i just kind of wondering, I mean, how is this sitting, all this movement with recruits? There was so much momentum going on. Do you feel like Keenan can kind of keep doing his thing and maybe this isn't that big of a deal? What What are you hearing from recruits when you reach out to them yeah what, what's up guys uh it's definitely been a, a slow news week for for Baylor <laughs> um, yeah Monday you know we hear Chris Kapilovich is heading to Alabama a little bit later in the day that Christian Robinson is headed to Alabama um and two very different cases there uh Kapilovich is a guy I think they were very surprised uh, that they were able to get a couple months ago He's got a great track record. Um, it's one of the only guys that was even considered to, to stay on the staff in Michigan State. Um, and he's, you know, he hit the ground running with recruiting for Baylor. Uh, he got Jamin Brown out of Alabama, uh, made sure that the Cash Courtney stayed on board and Deshaun Bryant stayed on board. Um, so that's going to be kind of a big hit for Baylor, to be honest. Um, young wow. offensive line room. Uh, that's a guy that, you know, is, is thought of a team leader and, you know, Obviously, they've already found their replacement, and that's another guy who, you know, has a lot of experience being a leader, being a head coach, actually. Uh, Mason Miller, you know, coming off of uh, an offensive coordinator stand at Tarleton last year. Uh, so, that's it's a it's a great hire from, you know, from what I've heard about him. He really fits into the offense that they're going to run, the spread-out air raid-type offense uh, for the Bears this year with, with Daquan Finn. Um, so, I think that – you know, Miller will really be able to fill the gap that Chris Kapilovich has left. Uh, as for Christian Robinson, not as active on the recruiting scene. Um, you know, Baylor hasn't had their their share of, of big-time inside linebacker recruits over the last few years. Um, and I think, you know, they'll be looking for someone that, that is able to do that for them. Uh, Robinson did get Keaton Thomas out of JUCO, who was part of the 2024 class. Uh, so that was a pretty big addition. Um, but I, like I said, I think they will be able to kind of rebound uh, from those two. Dennis Johnson, uh, this is an interesting case. Really did not see this one coming at all. Um, but when a, a job with the Baltimore Ravens opens up, uh, it, it's hard to see a guy like that not take it. Um, and he was very, you know, very big into this last signing class, uh, held Alex Foster away from, from Texas and then from Michigan State a little bit. Uh, so that'll be one who I'll be really interested to see who the replacement is. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, three staffers being lost in the third week in February is not something you see to, you know, happen too often. Uh, but here we are, you know, still, Baylor's still feeling the effects of Nick Saban somehow. Somehow. It's wild. And, and looking at specifically the Dennis Johnson one, Will, you, you said that was kind of a bit more of a surprise. We were talking to you just a few weeks ago here uh, for National Signing Day, and one of the names was Alex Foster, who does play on the defensive line. And he was the one who was, he's a four-star guy out of Mississippi. He was committed to Baylor in the summer and didn't sign in the early period, kind of wanted to wait out his offers. He was getting some really good offers. And in the end, sticks with Baylor. But from what you know in your conversations with him, was that a commitment to Dennis Johnson just as much as it was Baylor? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Alex had a great connection with Dennis Johnson, still has a really good one with, with Matt Polich. Those are the main two guys that were involved there. I know he's very close with Dave Aranda. Um, I don't want to say that we should be looking out for, you know, a release from, from an NLI. I haven't talked to him yet. Uh, but that was a guy, you know, we talked about a lot late in, you know, heading up to, to early signing day and then again, national signing day, who, you know, we weren't really sure about the commitment. Uh, that all changed when Bo Davis left Texas to go to LSU. Uh, but he was, you know, considering all options until the last couple of days there. Uh, so this is one, you know, just in terms of, of a great guy, um, you know, the Baylor won out over some some really good programs that have really good defensive line development. Uh, it's, you know, it's a bummer to say the least that his positional coach leaves just a few days after, after national signing day. Well, this is a, this is a setback for sure. We'll see how big a one I would say, go look at some more SMU coaches. I like Keenan Hall. Uh, I would, I would look that direction. Dennis Johnson's nickname will is meatball. And I earlier I, I couldn't really remember, and I was calling him Meatloaf. I think I've called him Pork Chop pork today chop a few times. Yeah, Dennis Meatball Johnson. I liked him. I really liked him. I mean, he's not he's not as active on social media as others. This Dallas Baker wakes up and and like I mean, there's no telling. Dallas Baker. <laughs> I mean, he may tweet about anything about just what he's having for breakfast. Uh, but yeah, this is a so what do we what do we do, Will, on the the momentum front, is it kind of like everything's in a holding pattern right now? Like, um, and, and do you think, I mean, and what, how does that even work? Could players get use this to get out of signing? Because um, usually it's about a head coach leaving, and then those players can go in the portal. You can't really do that, can you, with a with a position coach? Uh- there's been some cases. DeAndre Robinson, who originally signed at Texas during the uh, the early signing period, uh, he was released from his NLI when Bo Davis left. Um, and there's been a few more instances of that. Uh, Ashton Bethel Roman, who we talked about the last time, thinking that you know he might land with Baylor. Who was he was signed to Arkansas. Was actually on campus. Um, the wide receivers coach left there, and you know they let him go. Uh, and I think you see it a lot. They want to keep these guys, and they're going to do everything they can to do that. But at the same time, you don't want guys on your team who don't want to be there. Um, and this is one where I think, you know, they were a little worried, if, you know, that was going to be the case early on. Um, and I don't want to say it is now, but it's definitely, it's like I said, it's definitely 
a little bit scary, you know, thinking about losing a guy two weeks after you signed him. Definitely something to monitor. Something to monitor there. And, you know, Will, I want to talk about you. you we, we talked on Locked on Bay, we're about a month, month and a half ago, uh, about the junior days and, and the, the, recruiting momentum that Baylor had had garnered. And it seems like all we heard from those top prospects that were coming in, we're talking about, you know, the stability of the coaching staff and, you know, the, there was no attrition inside the building, inside the football building. Do you think that opinion might change? Now all these coaches are leaving for better jobs and we see that in the real world all the time, but in the world of college football, does this show a bit of a, crack in the armor of the stability of the Baylor football coaching staff? You know, I, I really don't think so. Um, I think because of how many staff changes there were early in the offseason, um, guys realize that, that Baylor's going through a transition period right now, that Rand is, you know, going all out. And it's simple as, you know, sometimes it doesn't go your way. You win some, you lose some. And when Alabama comes knocking for two of your coaches and the Baltimore Ravens come knocking for another one, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to take the loss, reassess, and find some guys that are at least going to be with you until the season starts. So I, I really, you know, I think they're big losses, um, and I think they'll change the way that this team operates, um, but I don't think it'll have a huge impact on recruiting uh, depending on who they hire. And, and, and Mason Miller is one uh, that I think will bring a bump to recruiting already. He's, he's coached all across the country. Um, and that's the type of guy they need, a guy who, who has connections everywhere, um, a guy who's been in Texas the last year. Um, so we already saw one great hire, in my mind, and, and hopefully two more um, that can really mitigate this damage. All right. I'm going to hold up and watch some Tarleton film, see what I can find on there. I love that coating hat. It's kind of like a Saban-esque type hat he was wearing at Mississippi State. He's got a good beard, and he's got a good coaching hat. And uh, it's just weird, though, that the Bears are becoming a feeder program, like coaching feeder program for, like, the great programs. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, what to, I don't know what to make of it, Will. Will, why don't you come see us for, before the – when Baylor plays uh, University of Texas, we're going to be doing a show outside Baylor's new arena, the Foster Pavilion. We think you might like it. Why don't you just come down, come to that game, and you can be our guest. And uh, we'll have you on, and we'll probably be doing the show from right outside the, uh, the pavilion. So I just wanted to extend that invitation to you. Well, I appreciate the invitation, and uh, I'll tell you what, I think I'll be out there. I was already, already thinking about coming out there for that game next Monday. So we can talk about everything. We can talk about Baylor's got the number 11 recruiting class in the country. I know we've been, it's been all negative today, but – yeah. Number 11 in the country for a team that won three games last year. Um, you know, I've been getting a lot of flack on social media for even mentioning it in February and mentioned in December. Um, but this is, it's a big deal. I mean, they're getting guys they shouldn't have gotten. Um, so that's, you know, that's what I just want to say. There's, yes, it it's, hasn't been an ideal week, but there's still a lot of great things going. Right. Will Kyle always six- knows how to make us more positive. He always does. Will's just a chipper guy. He's one of the better Sigma Kai's I've been around. Although, boy, the Baylor Sigma Kai's back in the day, great shooters. Like, they were the BYU of Baylor intramurals. Wow. I mean, the range they had. Matt Johnson, Hastings Hanshaw, Bill Howe. I mean, to this day, I can remember I think their numbers are retired. 
Yeah, you were asking Pat about that. I think those guys' numbers are retired. Will, do you ever go over and see the Longhorns? I know they're not very good this year, but do you ever go over to Moody and just to kind of see what's going on over there? Is that a fun? Is that a pretty fun atmosphere? Somehow I haven't made it out there all year. There's there's always been something <laughs> holding me up. Like the first time that I actually see him play this year will be in. <laughs> Well, that's, that's funny. That's the that's the best what, way to do it. What's what do you think's holding him up, Cam? Like the fact that he he's like a street away from Sixth Street. What do you think? <laughs> Will? What do you think's keeping Will from just going across the street? Priority basketball yeah. arena. Go over there and watch a game sometime, Will, at that Gregory Gym. I mean, I hate to be the old guy kind of giving you life advice, but you need to do that. That's the old school. Texas gym gymnasium that's still there on campus as you know go right. over and, and, and watch a game there sometime okay I will all right if you need us we're around later will if anything comes up or you have a question about classes or anything what you want to enroll for in the fall let us know cam and I have had to do all of that but uh, appreciate it and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for jumping on with us yeah, always great to see you. Uh, I'm thinking the next couple hours here, maybe maybe the rest of the staff will be hired by someone else. So might need to come back soon. <laughs> always that possibility, <laughs> isn't there? Turboff, Turboff with the with a shot on his way with out. The dunk at the at the buzzer. <laughs> will will Turboff had jokes, came with <laughs> jokes breakaway. today. I like that. He kind of kind of hung on the rim a little bit. What does Jerry Jones <laughs> say? We're just trying to hang around the rim or something like that. Uh, I like that. I like that. I like a young man who's like a Sigma Chi living his life in Austin. And mainly what his biggest concern is, is Baylor football recruiting. Like there's just something great about we're, that. We're massive, aren't we? <laughs> Baylor is so massive in college football. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Be like, if I were 247, I'd be like desperately trying to get Will Turboff to cover the horns. But maybe they have. You know, maybe they ha- already have a bunch of those people. and uh, Some might but, say hey, he's already blown right by the horns and gone to the big dogs like Baylor. Like us. Yes. I mean, the Mosley. The Mosley coaching afraid, trade. I'm afraid, though. Aaron will tell you. Aaron, who, who all have the internet jockeys come and gotten from us? They got Sam. Every time we get yeah. someone to cover recruiting for us from – one of the services, and it's been a couple of different ones. They end up, yeah. Oh, getting our big a job. X's and O's. They, I, they, who's our big X's Colt. and O's guy? Um, is it Colt? Aaron? What was there? You know the guy. Oh my gosh, what am I forgetting all of a sudden? Like he is Mister X and O. He breaks down all the film. Rotor. Um, yes. Rotor. Yeah. Travis yeah, Rotor was a Mosley Show graduate, <laughs> and then Sam Bradshaw, who secretly like Rotor. When Rotor broke away, he he broke it clean because I played some joke on him recently in the press box, and he did not appreciate it. Oh he did boy! Not, he, well, he did in his not defense, they don't have much of a sense of humor over where he works now. Oh well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I did something to Rotor. I can't remember. I called not a lot of fun times. Oh, I, don't I think. called. He had he had like missed this. Is like fifth straight game. His pl- his nameplate was in the press box, and I told him, and I texted him and said, "Well, all the SIDs are asking me where you've been," oh, God. which was a total lie. And, and he's probably he, calling all of the oh gosh he just I think he, emails. I think it I think it freaked him out. I said they're all wondering where you are, Rotor. 
And Roder, Roder is a man, and Sam's like that too. The X's and O's guys, they take themselves pretty seriously. Like that There's Roder something. podcast, I kind of like, but but it's also very NPR-ish. They're, every sentence begins with so, <laughs> so. It's I, I but but it there is some good stuff on it. But you I have love to kind of work. It's like a it's a very NPR type presentation, which I think is the opposite of us. We are not. <laughs> you don't think, think so? I could. I, I could do that. We're a little more. Welcome to yeah. the Matt Mosley Show. <laughs> Bears drop a tough one in Provo last night. <laughs> They'll take like on the Houston Cougars what was Saturday. Aaron, at the Aaron what were you going to say? Oh, I th- we, we have a little more of the uh, ESPN early afternoon talk show vibe, but with much better takes and much more facts. Oh, yeah. Strong. <laughs> yeah, and better Riz, too. Yes. Strong more takes, Riz. and we... And we stay on task, and we're really good at staying on the clock. All right, next, let's get into our reaction. We heard Pat Nunley, and he was great. But what happened in Provo last night? And is it? can you recover? Will this team be fine and recover from it? Or did we see something that could cause, uh, could cause lasting damage? That is next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women home again Wednesday in the Farrell Center hosting the Kansas Jayhawks. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Morrison's Gifts would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. Corio Health's all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot, to perform total knee replacements. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Corio Health Orthopedic can help make the play. Call today, 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. At City Ranch Boot Company, customers have the option to buy off the shelves or design a -a one-of-a-kind custom-made boot with your preferred logo. City Ranch Boot Company's inventory includes boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' purses. Owner Jay Kelly was a Baylor football letterman in the 1980s. He's a longtime importer of exotic leather and has plenty of ostrich, elephant, crocodile, python, and hippo leather from which to choose. His wife and four of his five children attended Baylor University. City Ranch Boot Company, just around the corner from Hellberg Barbecue on Highway 185 between Crawford and China Spring. Call 254-855-7225 at cityranchboot.com and Facebook. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. It is the uh, Matt Mosley show. What a day. I mean, the show is racing. I mean, we're just rolling by great guests, great information, this breaking news about uh, the Baylor coaching staff today. Mason Miller is the new O-line coach. Dennis Johnson has exited stage left. He's going to the Baltimore Ravens. He is the third coach who has left um, this uh, Dave Aranda staff. Two of them had been holdovers from previous seasons or at least last season with Christian Robinson and um, Kapilovic was uh, was new to us and he's already left two of them to Alabama Dennis Johnson goes to Baltimore in the order of people I'm mad at from this staff Kapilovic by far Kapilovic and I'm sure we'll find out oh he handled it right and oh he did it the right way and I mean I I think I think but I mean I I would like Mac Rhodes will tell it like it is, and if he's frustrated at how Kapilovich handled this, he will tell us. He will tell us. I think Mac may be scheduled to be back on with us new. I hope I didn't burn that by having on the other day. I I may have because I think he was scheduled to be on with us maybe as early as Monday. I'll I'll double-check with that, but uh, I would like to know. I mean, Cam Stewart, alongside – as always, three to five. Aaron Sexton doing this, doing his thing. I mean, Cam, don't you think that's fair to say, "Hey, um, Mac, what about these coaches leaving? Like, how how big of a bind does that put you in, and how frustrating is that?" And he'll either say, "You know, Kapilovic handled it the right way," or he'll say, "I I, I don't want to get too far into it, but I did not appreciate 
how he handled that. I don't. I, think I don't it's a think fair Mac. Question. Yeah. Okay. February. You know, and and look, I mean, this might not be done. By the way, Matt. You know, we've seen three in a three day span. I don't here. know what's happening. And, yeah, it's and not look, good. I'm looking at this story right now from 24/7 Sports. Longtime Alabama radio play-by-play broadcaster Eli Gold will not return in 2024. We need John Morris handcuffed here. We cannot have Alabama taking John Morris, too. Yeah. Could you imagine what would happen in this town? They've come for two of our coaches. Would they come for our lead broadcaster? Oh, boy. Or will they go... Will they go younger at that position and come after Derek? I don't know. Or me. Or or Tom. Is Tom I've announced my candidacy. It's only Saturday, <laughs> so I could do the show with you through the week. <laughs> we, I like, I'm also I, declaring know, for the NBA draft soon. Dennis Johnson's uh, nickname is Meatball. All right? I, I was messing you've, that up earlier. But you've done I your research. Wanted, you've got it. I wanted to Two continue to clarify that. that. Yeah, we used to, boy, I had to do that to morning news. Now that, That's Aaron, good I think practice. I've told that story in front of Aaron before, but it sometimes remind me to tell you my Sean Payton story, how I was I was trying to adhere to the two-source policy at the Dallas Morning News, which is how I ended up using Sean Payton's wife while he was out of town, almost taking the Raiders job with Al Davis. And every, every day in the morning news it said, Sean is in Oakland. Interviewing with Al Davis, according to his wife Beth, and <laughs> Sean, Sean got back to town and was not was not pleased. This was is not before pleased. he was coaching the youth football team in the area, right? Yeah, and apparently, like, brought in Parcells to help, and may have been doing some illegal Spygate type activities. Naturally, went did you to, see that movie about his team? Yes, that Kevin James movie. Of course, you know Kevin James, the guy who looks exactly like Sean Payton. You know, I got to admit, I never even saw Mall Cop, Paul Blurt Mall Cop. <laughs> the quality you is about miss, the same. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> it's, oh, it's terrible. What is his best film? I And I'll give you my answer because the only one I've ever seen. Uh, Hitch. Uh, Hitch with... Uh, uh, see, I've never... Yeah, that movie with Will never liked his movies. I, I loved King of Queens. Yeah, I thought it was bad. really funny. And, and his movies were all kind of meh. I now pronounce you well, Chuck and Larry. Yeah, I mean, that's one, mm. I don't know if that movie gets made today. That one was problematic at the time. Yeah, it was. So you can it imagine was a controversial. You at can the imagine time, how people will react 15, to it today. Twenty years ago, was it about two men that that they were love? pretending? Well, no, they yeah, were pretending pretend, to be in love, getting married for and the got benefits. married for benefits. Yeah, they were well, New that, York City Fire Department employees. Right? See the, yeah. the 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 previous one like it. that. What was Bosom Buddies about? Now that I think back about that it, was Tom too, Hanks, what were they doing? They were they pretending were, to be women to live in a women's only hotel yes, slash right. apartment yeah. because it was the only place they could afford, and it was really cheap, if I remember correctly. See, I, I, I guess that was kind of cutting edge at the time. Whatever happened to that guy who he was in that with? Like the other star, Tom Hanks, went on to become Tom <laughs> Hanks, and that other guy just never to be heard from again. You know, I mean, I, who was that actor with Tom Hanks in Bosom Buddies? Pete Scalari. Pete Scalari. Who did? What have we see. seen him in? What else have we seen him in uh, over the years? Oh, uh, his biggest was uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So he did have some pretty big <laughs> roles because those were pretty popular. <laughs> but that's about it. 
Yeah, and you, but the star of that film was Rick Moranis, who also right. played an important role in Ghostbusters. Moranis was pretty good. Pretty strong, pretty strong work from him. Um, okay, we do have we do have uh, Campus Confidential coming up. I did want to talk about that game last night in Provo. I I may have been too hard on them. I you know, one of our internet buddies was like last night I saw like, oh, they had to go four thousand miles and this trip and I'm just like, deliver me. They went to Morgantown, they played on Saturday. I mean, it's not great to be away from your family and school and all all that. I'm not making light of that. I'm just saying you you played an early game Saturday at like five, so you're you're there maybe kind of late, but, but probably by, I don't know, one or two in the morning. Then you have the whole next day to hours. hang out and relax. And wait, you have Sunday, yep. and then you have Monday in Provo. Yes. You have two full days, and the next day you have a shoot-around. Like, I, I just don't – I'm sorry. Like, I'm not buying that. No. And I don't, and I don't think, think Scott Drew are. is yeah. either. I don't think I don't think Scott Drew is either, but I, I didn't – you know the scout. You know whoever did the scout for that game had them going over the top of those picks and and playing better ball screen defense than leaving, leaving Wiz Khalifa. What's this guy's name? Ali Khalifa. Mia, what is he what are you what are you doing? Like how in the world like that guy can't do anything. He does not have any game on the block. He's a he's a nice passer. He is a good high post passer. But he also shoots threes. Like, well, how not very do well you... against other teams? Well, okay. Well, once he makes the first two last night, that's why I was oh. just screaming. Put a body on him. He's not dri- he's not dribbling past you. We know no. that. No, no. Make him pass but, the ball and not shoot an open but, three. I mean, and part of it, and you know how much I love Eve, but they're they're not. Eve was late getting to him, and and it's like their ball screen defense. Whoever whoever had the ball. Eve and the guard would race toward that person. It's like, no, 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 Eve. We don't. That's not who you have. Like, that guard's <laughs> got to be able to stop that drive. And and I brought this up earlier, too. I hated seeing Trevin Nell. That, I mean, just the, just the, I mean, a great three-point shooter. Not a picture of athleticism. No. Not a guy that's going to hurt you on the drive. Uh, literally goofing around down there on the baseline. I'm like, what's he doing? And then he goes reverse on whoever's in there for Baylor. I I thought there were moments in that game where Baylor looked soft and 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 like needed like needed to show some pride. Yeah. Like just just I it could part of it is they didn't execute the game plan because whoever did the scout, I mean, how do you not how do you scout BYU? And not know they're going to shoot 35 threes. Well, you do. And whoever did the scout, I guarantee you noted that. But, I mean, they kept going under. I, I don't know. I, to me, I was, about as, I was about as frustrated coming out of that game, even more than Michigan State or Duke or any, any other loss this season. I think that one bugged me the most, and even wh- though it was a road game. And, and why is that? Because I have a reason for why it's probably my most frustrating loss, but I'd love to hear – if you could sum it up into one or two things, why that's 
the most well, just what I said. I hated that they. I mean, like, okay. th- it's a pretty open deal. It's an open book. What BYU is going to do? They're not, and yet they 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 literally gave up freebies where mm-hmm. nobody came over to help. So they're like four either backdoor cuts or broken plays, and they got worked on the boards. And um, <laughs> they had one dude with assists in Ray J, and nobody else on the team had a single assist. Like yeah. I. It was like selfish, soft, and like everything. Like they, I mean, and yet they had a chance. Yeah. And yet they're still in the game on the road at BYU. So I don't want to hear. I, again, I, I what Pat said is true. Are they ten points better at home than on the road? Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's totally right. But that doesn't mean you have to be 10 points worse yourself. That doesn't mean the team that shows up has to go in there, well, it's loud. These Mormons, what are they doing? These Mormons are weird. No. I mean, you've got to. So, anyway, my whole, just to sum it up, is this. Just a complete lack of, there was no level of force. There was no, like, there was no um, just, like, where it's just a lack of 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 competitive fire, intestinal fortitude. That's uh, that's, that's what I would say. Yeah, because I don't think for me it was like it wasn't necessarily an effort issue, but it yeah. does become a cojones issue or a focus issue if you want to call it that. Because I mean they got bullied around in this game, and looking at it the first half, I don't know about you, Matt, but I'm looking at it, I'm like okay. These mistakes are correctable, right? Like, okay, they're not going to allow BYU to just push them off the boards the way, the way they did in the first half. They're not going to allow BYU all these second chance points. It was thirteen to nothing in that category at halftime. Like, they're they're gonna they're not going to slip under all these screens, which is mostly happening in the second half, to be fair. And they're going to get Jaden Nunn back on the court. And then all of those things continued to go wrong, all every single one of them. And so. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's frustrating because I, I don't... BYU's a good team. There shouldn't be a better team than Baylor. And Baylor did not disprove that last night. And uh, and uh, you could tell from Scott in his, in his post-game presser, he, he felt the same way, that it was just... It was not their best uh, showcase out there and that he was letting them know that. And yes, is it a great environment? Absolutely. But I, I am, I'm sick of using that excuse because it became a thing a couple years ago of, oh, this is still a great team, but sometimes you run into an environment like a West Virginia when Huggins really had them going or, or something like that, or, or Fog Allen, obviously, every year. But the last two years, it's been a crutch for every loss that Baylor has had. Oh, it's a tough environment. Oh, it's the Big 12. It's like, well, if you, if you want to be at that level and you want to be at that final four, top of the Big 12 level, then we've kind of got to cut that out at some point. Once or twice a year, sure. I grew up watching Duke all the time. It happened once or twice a year. Florida State or Virginia Tech or Georgia Tech or something like that. Like It, it happens to all great teams once or twice a year. But you can't use that crutch for every single loss. <laughs> Kansas State... Uh, BYU, uh, Texas even. I heard some people using what a great environment that was. Like, I, I, I just, I can't hear it for every loss. If you are going to be a team that has ambitions of 
at least getting out of the first weekend, but like an Elite Eight, Final Four, maybe even national championship kind of ambitions, which is the program that Baylor should be. They should have those kinds of ambitions. Mm-hmm then we need to cut out using it for every loss. I don't care how long the plane ride was. I don't care how loud the arena was. And to be fair, which we said earlier, I don't think the team is are is using that excuse either, using no. those excuses. But there are some fans out there and some analysts yeah. who are using those excuses. And I'm like, well, well I, I thought just, it I was interesting because I, I, I wondered if I was being too hard on that D de- I thought the defense was so bad like to That's know what they're trying to do uh, to know what they're going to do in the way they played them and how how it just wasn't they weren't playing smart and they were getting killed by a three-point shooting team and so last night it was kind of funny you know every once in a while you you see what somebody else says and you're like oh maybe I'm on maybe I was on to something and like What's the guy's name, Aaron, that for years has been on CBS? Seth. Oh, Davis. gosh. Seth Davis. Yeah. His dad was, his dad was Lanny Davis, was in the uh, Clinton administration. We, he was his chief of staff. So Seth says something like that was a, something along the lines. He didn't, he's, he's, he was nicer than this, but basically like that was a terrible defensive performance by Baylor. And I just thought, you know what? Because he did, he seems somewhat genteel. Like, he's not yeah. ripping into – like, Goodman is, like, ripping people until, of course, he's with them and is like, oh, I always loved you, Grant McCaslin. I always thought you were a great coach. And, of course, when they were hiring him, he was saying how they settled on him and it's a bad hire. And then he – but, yeah. Uh, anyway, they, that was a good win by them last night. I mean, TCU was in position to win – totally probably should have won the game and tech figured out a way and dude that you talk about a scary team when they have it going they've got their guys yeah when they have them all and pop you know of course he when he's in opposing gyms he get he hears it but he hits a monstrous Toussaint's tough pop's tough and i mean i don't know that's a good grant's got a team now uh jerome Jerome is struggling and and probably won't make the tournament this year. So that's a tough one. That's a step backwards for Jerome. Yeah, they will be better than some of the teams in the tournament, but I don't know if they quite have the resume. But Tech is, Tech is, I mean, that's a team that'll, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like, what's that saying? And I almost think Grant uses it. Toughest team wins. And like, this Baylor team has to show up Saturday with just a completely different attitude. Now, the good news is I don't think Houston's going to come in here and shoot you out of the gym. Are they like Shed had a great game the other day. Cryer had a really bad game. Cryer shot two for ten. Shed is not naturally looking for his shot. Right. So I think Houston can be held down. But boy, you can't you can't do that mess that we saw last night, and uh, and I think we're going to see an inspired performance from the Bears. And if they take down the number two team, they'll be fine, right? They'll be they'll they'll move up to like number nine in the country, yeah, and they'll solidify a three seed um, for now. So I mean, again, that's the great thing yeah, about they the won't big, get a, close to the Big Twelve title, the regular season title. It, you would need Houston well, to lose two, and I don't see two losses on their schedule here. I mean, they would have the 
they would have the the tiebreaker over Houston. Houston would have their yeah, fourth so loss. Houston would Baylor would be one game behind them, and then they would need Houston to have another loss. You'd have the tiebreaker over both the teams ahead of you because Iowa. State Does Baylor not go team. to Houston? Does Baylor not go to Houston? No. No, um, no, so Houston. they only have who do they have? They got Texas, yep. they've got Kansas. Kansas. Both at home. They should win both of those at home. But they got to go to TCU. They could totally win that one. Uh, um, and then go to Tech to finish out the regular season. Yeah, that's a that's a that, bad one. That's look. I know I can't use that excuse, but that's a tough one. That's a Tech team that didn't like their treatment in Waco, specifically their point guard. And they felt they didn't have a fair crack at it because they had a couple of guys out in that six-point Baylor win. But uh, and Houston, the only real tough game they have. I know all games in the Big Twelve are tough, but the only real tough game they have after Baylor is a week from Saturday against Kansas. But they will host the Jayhawks, and they just never lose at that Fertitta Center. <laughs> Oh man, I I just I think I think Baylor's going to win Saturday, but I don't. I'm just basing that on. I hope so. I think the crowd's going to be great. Have you seen? Are the, you have could, you seen the resale for these tickets? I'm a little concerned about that morning crowd, though. That's not easy to get folks revved up for an 11 a.m. start. I hope that. I hope you're wrong in that. Man. I uh, what's the resale? What we're I'm, talking seeing, about? I'm seeing. I'm seeing like these third bucks? parties. Two hundred fifty just to get in the building the other day. I could see you scalping some tickets again, like you oh, did to that I, Brittany I have Griner. got two tickets, and I am clutching them with my life. I can't wait for this one, even if it is eleven a.m. Gives me the rest of the day to wallow in the mire. Some of the good stuff you've been doing on that podcast and on our show. I mean, Baylor should be reaching out to you. Hey, Cam, can we? What can we do to take care of you? All right, it is um, the Mosley Show. Campus Confidential is next. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey and women's basketball coach Nikki Collin. The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include etouffee, jambalaya, and Mardi Gras pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Morrison's Gifts would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family 
their customers for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills close to Jason's Deli. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254-710-8080. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Buying new roads. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. Cam Stewart on hand as always. Man who uh, made it to Austin last night for a and back. Made it back in time to watch <laughs> the Bears and the Cougars. I had a playoff boys basketball game, and Aaron Sexton, of course, is here, and you'll hear from him. But uh, I love playoff, and my team lost last night. But I think boys and, and girls, high school playoff basketball, that's a passionate, fun. I mean, of course, I love the football, but, man, the, the basketball playoffs, 
that's a level of intensity, especially when you got kids involved. Uh, it's a, that's a fun deal, and I enjoyed uh, enjoyed that last night. Uh, we will have hear more from Pat Nunley in the five o'clock hour. My goodness, was he not good earlier? Cam still kind of thinking about it, referencing some stuff, wondering if he can use that on Locked On podcast. Uh, Aaron, what do you uh, what do you have in store for us as uh, as we begin Campus Confidential? We will start with Baylor football news. Baylor hired a replacement for one coach that's left this week but did lose another one. We'll start with the outgoing coach. The Baltimore Ravens are hiring Dennis Johnson as their defensive line coach. He is Meatball. He has been the uh, defensive line coach, obviously, at Baylor University right here mm. in River City. He's the third assistant coach for Baylor to take a new job in the last three days. Filling one of those spots today sorry, was Charlton State Offense Coordinator Mason Miller, hired, expected to be hired by Baylor, according to 24-7 Sports. Miller previously worked at Mississippi State and Washington State as the offensive line coach before taking the Charlton State Offensive Coordinator job. We need to get Ward White in on this. He is a tar- former Charlton State coach after he played at Texas Tech. He's got major Tarleton ties, and um, he would he would be able to investigate, call some of his Tarleton State buddies, and go, "Hey, what about this guy? What did he do last season? What kind of offense? How did offense look?" Um, and uh, Cam, have you looked at Tarleton to kind of see what they did last year? Tarleton came to Baylor a few years ago and played the Bears. Yeah, I don't. I you don't know, know what I'm starting to regret too is we did a high school football game, Trying to Spring at Stephenville, which plays in Tarleton Stadium. And we, we were in the press box and, like, in the hallway of the press box. We were the only ones on this press box, on this side, which is what the coaches use during the games. Yeah. And there was, like, these buckets of, like, pamphlets, like, a, I don't know, packets, I guess, um, with, you know, just Tarleton's game plans and their – scouting reports on their players and what classes they took and their GPA and high school yeah. and all this stuff, yeah. just laying out there. And we should, it should have done a solid for Baylor and, and brought some of those, but I don't know. Yeah. That was a mistake well, on my part. Yeah. I, this, uh, is this a, what's today? Like I feel kind of, I feel okay for meatball. I do not feel good for Capilla ditch. Um, I, you know, the, the coach who uh, left us, Chris Kapilovic, we, we had him on, enjoyed him, thought we were very hospitable, and I thought he was a great guest. He, 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 he missed one because of a flight or something, but I thought we had a nice uh, rapport with him. Clearly and, not. And he and Christian Robinson have left for Alabama. So, on one hand, I guess it's somewhat positive that, like, a great program – would want our coaches i guess you could look at it that way i'm but gonna look at it that way i don't like the i mean that's bad behavior that's bad bull as we say for kapilovic i like how uh will turboff said it kapilovic well, how did he Kapilovich say kapilovic look he's a bright young man for its many faults the university of texas is a is a great academic institution and that's probably how you should say his name. But everything else in all his interviews, he says Kapilovic. So 
Kapilovich. Kapilovich. Yeah, I think I think he did say that in one of his interviews. As a matter of fact, I would like, I would like. Should we have him back on and just interrogate him? Just like, hey, why'd you, why'd you do this to us? I don't see any reason why not. We had after the firing of Jeff Grimes, he went on one show, and it of course was this show. And uh, the one thing he would say is, he would have the Baylor game circled. And mm. lo and behold, that game happens on, like, November 30th or something like that. Yeah, is it the last regular season game? I think so. Oh, boy. And it, it occurs at, I think, at Baylor? Is that yes, right? Do the Jayhawks yep. have to come here? Yep. Seeking their first that? win against the Bears in 15 years. How about that great game against Utah this year? Where they were, they're a conference foe, but not for that game. Yes, not not a con- <laughs> basically a Big Twelve team, but it is not a Big Twelve game. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be fun. Very, very strange. I think we might that's... take this show on the road for that. No, I want to go to Boulder. Fine, Colorado's start... homecoming. We should sell that now. We should start selling that. That's September the twenty-first. Be... Who wants to be? The title sponsor for our trip to Boulder for Baylor, Colorado. Prime if Energy you're Drink. Interested, if you're interested, text us 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Aaron, what else do we have in Campus Confidential? Alabama head coach Kalen DeBoer taking oh. a break from poaching Baylor staff members to hire an <laughs> offensive coordinator. That's not on Baylor staff. <laughs> it is Nick Sheridan, who was the offensive coordinator for Indiana for the Ooh. 2020 and 2021 seasons. Yep. He spent three seasons as DeBoer's tight ends coach at Indiana in 2019 and Washington the last two years. He will also coach quarterbacks. Well, what do the Alabama people think about all this. I can't I believe they're why. super happy. No, why and they... look, it's a tough time of year, but oof. yeah, but wasn't he? What did he? What was his position at Washington last year? Was he last was year... he the offensive coordinator or not? no? No, at last year Washington, he was the tight ends coach. Yeah, I wonder where their oh their 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 offensive coordinator was going to come with him, but got offered the Seahawks job and took that. Ooh, that's so. right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I I don't know if it's a great thing that for all this Baylor situation, my 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 one answer on all of this is Gary Patterson. Like I just feel like I just feel like he is greatness and he does have some fire in his belly still at age sixty something, sixty four. And I, I I think you just I think you take the consultant tag off and you get him right down there on that sideline or put him up in the booth wherever. But I, I don't I mean, I don't know. For some reason that's what keeps coming to mind. Like just let Gary coach the D. I mean, like if you have already as a consultant a Hall of literally Famer. the yeah. top defensive mind of the past two decades in college football. Like why would you be running around trying to identify some random like I only found the linebackers coach at Tarleton. Hey Matt, one okay. thing we didn't. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't know. I thought you had finished your point there. You want to keep going? Fine. 
Well, it's just thinking, I just saw something on Twitter. I can't believe we didn't notice this about the Baylor-BYU game last night, and that's all the stars in the building. Did you see any of these during the broadcast? Keontae. Keontae George. I saw a picture of him. One of the best rookies in the NBA. Uh, Zach Wilson was there. And sitting courtside, I can't believe I didn't notice this. Two-time Super Bowl champion with the New England Patriots, Kyle Van Noy, BYU alum as well. This is what happens. This is the Baylor effect. Baylor comes to your town. The stars come out. Yeah. I I mean, I was... I wish Keontae could have helped us in some regard. I mean, I... I'm still... What I, I'm now, I'm scarred by watching some of those. Like, again, this Trevin Nell thing is obviously under my skin. Like, just some random dude who can't drive and can't jump, and you let him wander down there on the baseline. Like, that's embarrassing. This has really gotten to you. Have some pride. But, I, but here's what I love, though. Because, I mean, like, that... That coaching staff has a lot of heart. A.B., Jacus, Tweedy, Jared, Ty. I mean, they're, they're Luke. I mean, they're digging in right now, Coach P. And they are, I mean, this is, this is not going to be a pretty day today and tomorrow. It may let them have a little bit of a break today. But I, I kind of think Thursday they got to watch it because you got an early game Saturday, but I but either today or tomorrow will be rough for this team. Like, I just feel like I feel like they've got to do something to get their attention because that was some soft behavior out there in uh, in the land of the Cougar. All right, Aaron. I guess we better. Is there one more you had, or do you want to save it? No, we can Probably go ahead and take a break. Okay. Uh, right, just real quick uh, uh, reminder, oh. uh, Baylor women tonight against Kansas. That's a 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tip right here on ESPN Central Texas. Is there anything we could do? Is Brittany still around? Could we bring her back out <laughs> for this Kansas game? I mean, I, I got to say, social media, um, they they got their money's worth. I mean, she was still around town, like practicing with them, hanging out the next day. Yeah, she I went around a little bit. I would ra- I would retire it again to, uh, tonight. I would just keep it around. And, For, uh, it just, in case you missed it, we're gonna do it. We're gonna run it back. Uh-huh. Brittany Griner number retired. I uh, I like it. And by the way, our five o'clock hour today can be heard on Baylor Plus. We're now putting it. They've asked us to put it put it behind the paywall. Baylor Plus, loving that. I'm kind of liking this Baylor Plus. They they took the Brittany thing. And turned it into a huge, like, try, to try to get a bunch of subscribers. I, I think it's good. I tip my cap to them. All right. Um, let's, uh, oh, gosh, we got to say goodbye. Unless, unless you want to stay, Cam, I always love having you. We do have some Pat Nunley. Uh, Cam, have a great afternoon, no matter what decision you make. All right? Thanks, Coach. Cam Stewart, ladies and gentlemen, three to five every single day and has just become just in only about a two or three week span has become a just a very popular member of the program all right next uh we gotta we gotta start over again to five and we gotta keep hammering on what's going on with this baylor coaching staff it is the story of the day it is next 
Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to MaggardBookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Hello, your Congressman Pete Sessions here, inviting you to join me to send a message to the liberals in Washington. And that message is, the Republican Party is America's best hope. Democrats want to divide America to empower a big federal government to control our lives. They have no respect for the rule of law. They've weaponized the IRS and created a battlefield for woke ideas that pit parents against schools as they take away parental rights. Confusion of men competing against women, men being in women's locker rooms. This has to stop. Meanwhile, Democrats out of control spending is killing the American dream. I need your help to take the fight to the liberals doorstep. The Republican primary is now open through March the 5th. Let's work together. I'm Pete Sessions and I approve this message. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property, give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids, or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast acting, long lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. 
The Loop 340 Overhead Door Family welcomes back Dale Strickland. Dale has 50 years experience. They offer residential and commercial garage door sales and service, including new installations with convenient 24-hour service, locally owned and operated for over 25 years. Please call today for all your garage door needs. Loop 340 Overhead Door, 254-662-0220. 817 South Loop 340, Waco, a mile from the Brazos River. Oh boy, more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help with more than 25 years preparing Central Texans tax returns. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, City Ranch Boot Company, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. All right, the man who has taken over our lives is uh, is Caleb DeBoer, and now there's like interviews all over the place, Tide Radio. I think they're going to have him on Baylor Plus later. Uh, this is uh, this is interesting, boy. I mean, and he's hiring our coaches away from us. These Baylor coaches. I mean, just when they'd all been on with us, Kapilovic. He was great. Keenan. I don't know. I gotta I really do have to find out what Aranda thinks of all this. Because Aranda's probably he's very nice. And his probably thought is, listen, if you are thinking about going to Alabama, just go to Alabama. We'll find somebody to replace you. And honestly, this guy they hired has a ton of experience. Mason Miller. Does that sound right to you, Aaron? Uh I He's been around. He was with Leach at Mississippi State. He was at Nevada. I mean, I think he maybe you know he he's all aerated up. He's mummied up. He's even got some how mummy. They all come from the same tree, and they're like cousins of the Bryles offense. Get him in here. Let him do it. I mean, I he's been off at Tarleton uh, as offensive coordinator, but don't let that throw you off. He's been at. You know, all kinds of places. And we like Tarleton. I mean, we've got Ward White's here. used to be a coach there. So we like Tarleton. I don't have any issue with that. In fact, I kind of liked it when Gundy would hire random folks from, like, Division Two or Three, and, and some of them actually ended up doing pretty well. I mean, bring in people with some fresh ideas. How about that? How about that? Our, our, even our buddy J.D. Paquel is – He's jumped into this on three, and, I mean, he's doing – he's breaking down all, the, like, what Bama's doing in their warm-up video, Aaron. I don't know. That's a that's one thing you will never catch me doing, looking at an Alabama warm-up video, like their off-season program, and then trying to draw some draw something from that. I, I will not ever attempt to do something like that. Now, Aaron, this is – so, what's the latest news, Aaron? We've got Miller has arrived, but then Meatball Johnson, Dennis Meatball Johnson, has left us, the D-line coach, to go to Baltimore. I do not, fa- I do not fault Christian Robinson nor Meatball. I mean, I-, I hate it that Meatball 
waited till now and that Baltimore waited till now to make that hire, I really do because I hate it for the recruits. I hate it for Baylor. I hate it for my alma mater. I hate it. I, I don't like that part of it. But it's hard to fault Christian Robinson for sure. Dave Aranda was going to coach his position. Christian Robinson was literally going to, in in some ways, was kind of demoted. Well, Alabama wanted him. Kalen DeBoer. They said, I, I want that guy. Kalen DeBoer also wanted the Baylor offensive line coach. Um, so in some ways, Aaron, how are you choosing? I, I want to be the guy that looks at this and go, wow, Dave Aranda is hiring such good people that these huge big names are coming and hiring them. That's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is we're having trouble keeping people. We're having trouble keeping people in the fold. And every time somebody, you know, gets somebody hired to fill the job, the backfill it, somebody else leaves. Now you got to go screw up somebody else's lineup. You got to go mess with some other university. Hey, who do we want? Who's the D-line coach? You know what I would ask? I would say, hey, Keenan Hall, you got any names for us? Kind of love what you're doing. Kind of love what you did at SMU. Love what you're doing for us. Anybody you have in mind. But um, Aranda is a great enough defensive coach to be able to bring in a seasoned, I mean, I, I, I don't know. And you also have Gary Patterson in the fold. If you need Gary to dust off his coaching shoes and his coaching whatever he was going to be doing on Saturdays, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what this consultant thing totally means. I don't know what he was going to be doing. You know what I would do? I'd get him right down there on the sideline. I'd get him, or if you don't want to do that, have him up in the booth. I would get Gary as involved as you can have him involved on Saturdays. And and if and surely, I mean, Gary Patterson down there cutting up. The problem is he probably does not want to coach the D-line. He probably likes the idea of being a consultant. So probably what you need to do is fill that position with another young and up-and-coming coach that can go and flat-out recruit. Where is that person? Well, he's probably like a, a young defensive line assistant or some kind of lineman coach at I don't know where you want to go. I mean, you could go to a number of places, but there there are going to be young, talented coaches. I On that O-line uh, job, I was touting, I can say it now, I wasn't going to say it at the time, I was touting the guy from uh, Texas State, Jordan Shoemaker. Um, I do think probably he was a name that had come up. But, hey, they came in, they destroyed Baylor, they had a great scheme, they got G.J. Kenny as their coach, and Shoemaker came up under Art Riles. Baylor has not hidden the fact that they want to go back and try to have a running game that Bryles had in from 2013 to 15, and I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. That was an incredible running game. That was incredible, and it set up some incredible passing stuff, and and that was even in the kind of like the post we're talking about. Oh, the the after after RG three and Nick, and, and then they come in with Petty. And, and then Seth, that's what we're talking about. And they had unbelievable running. So, um, you know, that's kind of what they're looking to do. All right, 
kind of exciting here. Um, we had Pat Nunley is just so thoughtful and so good on a lot of different things, and especially when it comes to Baylor basketball. And uh, we just had a tremendous visit with him. I wanted to let you hear a little bit more of that. Uh, Pat Nunley, Baylor radio analyst and, uh, and, and, and just a renaissance man, he uh, is with us next. Baylor Bear Basketball. 